Well, good morning, everyone. It's good to be together again here in Cyberland. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And this includes the digital realms, that humming aura of electrons that encircles our planet, the invisible waves that carry our images and our voices to one another. So it's good to be able to speak to you again on video this morning. And at 11 o'clock on Zoom, I'm looking forward to seeing the pixels on my screen light up to form your faces and to hearing the electronic vibrations that will represent your voices. It's really quite amazing how all of this works beyond most of our understanding. Um, praise be to God, I say. And it turns out that God is not an old Luddite on a stationary throne in the sky, but an invisible force and mover on the cutting edge of something new. Well, there may be a few reasons to feel discouraged about having to meet like this together again this fall. Um, there may be some reasons to be discouraged about a variety of things. But we're coming together in worship to get in touch with the fact that our faith is one that undermines discouragement. The Spirit of God has a way of finding cracks for the light to shine through. Together, we believe in a divine spirit, a divine energy that brings new life out of death, that brings to birth new possibilities that we cannot even see. And so I'm feeling inspired this morning to offer a hopeful message and challenge. I even call it an evangelical challenge. And I know um, that word has a bit of baggage. Um, who wants to be known as evangelical at Rockway Church? Um, the word's been tainted perhaps in some ways, but at root, it's a good word. Uh, it means having the character of good news, sharing something that's good, inviting someone and others into goodness. Uh, I would say the biblical story is evangelical right from the very beginning. Inviting us to um, take the word in, in, in this style this morning and, and try to let go of some of the baggage. So the, the biblical story is evangelical right from the beginning, meaning it's good news to be shared. At the beginning of Genesis, the creation story, it's told that it's good. Um, we read in Genesis that God's intention is to bless and to create abundant life. Um, God invites human beings to share this vision. And it's a story that keeps expanding outwards. Uh, sort of like the Big Bang, the, the creation that we understand nowadays, the Big Bang, and that they're still measuring the reverberating waves. That's, that's like the biblical story, the, the good news just keeps going outwards. And of course, um, like we're living now, there's many obstacles to overcome. There were many obstacles to overcome in the biblical text. Uh, the, the, the passage from Isaiah that we read this morning, thank you, um, Thomas, and thank you, uh, uh, Lisa and Noah, for the New Testament readings. Um, 
Isaiah was written, second Isaiah here, in a time of great suffering and disillusionment. Um, the people of Israel had been chosen um, to be sharers of good news and here they were living in exile in Babylon. So they were asking themselves, had not we been chosen? Had not we been tasked with bringing good news? Well, how can we do this in a foreign land? If God is about blessing and good news, how could this have happened to us? How can we be God's people without our beloved temple? And then in the midst of this disillusionment, God speaks a word to the prophet. This is not the end of the road, he says to Isaiah. It's a time of learning and reformation. The people have wandered. They've lost the vision. They've become too self-focused. They've been putting themselves at the center for much too long. And so it's time to get back to the original vision, my original purpose for calling them in the first place. From the very beginning, I've called the people to be a blessing to the nations, not just for themselves. This was my intention at creation. This was my word to Abraham. This is my word to them and they've forgotten it. So the prophet Isaiah hears this word from the Lord and he takes it back to the people. Thus saith the Lord, it's too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I plan to give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. So you see this, this expansion we're talking about. It's not just about your own well-being and restoration, says God. It's about the whole world. And so here it is during this time of exile and suffering. They don't just receive comfort, they receive a new challenge uh, to renew their sense of purpose and calling and their understanding of what it means to be a chosen people expands. The whole world is chosen and Israel being chosen is only meant in the sense of messenger to demonstrate and to share this good news. And the story goes on with the advent of Jesus and the community of his followers. The whole thing moves further still and it's Paul who has the next big insight. Wow, you know, God's people is even bigger than anyone previously thought. Now even the concepts of ethnicity and culture are expanding. It's bigger than Israel. It's bigger than Isaiah thought. The non-Jews, the Gentiles, the, the, those other people are no longer outsiders. Through faith in Christ, they have just as much access as we do. So it's a multi-ethnic people now. It's a multi-class people. It's a multi-gender people. Whoa, bigger than anyone thought. And Paul, well, something has to hold it together. And Paul was clear on this. It's our faith in Christ, died and risen and present among us, that holds us together, that holds all this great diversity together. A faith in Christ and 
importantly, a, an attraction, a belief, um, being drawn to Jesus' vision, Jesus' way of living, Jesus' goals and hopes. And, and what were those? I think we all know that very well. Uh, if you want a refresher, just look up Luke chapter 4. Uh, you can pause the video for a moment and go look that up if you want. Uh, another image that comes to mind is one of bearing fruit. Jesus came so that there would be life abundant. Um, the image of the vine and the branches. Be in solidarity, abide, and out of this spiritual vision and power produce fruit. Our calling as God's people at Rockway Church is to participate in this vision, this vision of the kingdom, this vision of God's reign, and to invite others to join us, to form a movement, to, to be an actual community that embodies this, to be a growing community, to expand, to welcome new people, to bring good news to people. So as we begin another season of church in these tedious times, I'm inviting us to reinvest in our evangelical purpose, to be per people of good news, to focus on the positive and not just look at the negative, to be rooted in experiences of grace, to build one another up, to see the possibilities, uh, to not lose heart, to be involved in the social issues of the day, collaborate with others, um, to befriend people and to invite them to come to our online gatherings and when we participate in person. Uh, people who are looking for a community, who are looking for meaning and purpose in their lives. So may the Spirit give us energy and courage and, and much joy. And um, hope we can express some of this joy at our line dance social this afternoon. So hope to see some of you there. Um, until then, amen.